0: Hello and welcome to Sin City itself. Las Vegas, Nevada, the setting for Tyson Fury's third and surely final fight with Deontay Wilder. My name is Martin Domin, editor of Mirror Fighting. I am joined by Chris McKenna, Daily Stars boxing correspondent, and by John Denning of Boxing News. We're going to preview tonight's fight. First of all, Chris, I want to take you back to the summer. We looked set for Anthony Joshua Tyson Fury in Saudi Arabia. And then a certain someone broke the news that that fight likely wasn't going to happen. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, back on. Was not a sense of disappointment that we're not actually going to see the undisputed fight? Yeah, I think there's always a
1: disappointment because you want that one champion in, in any division. So an all-British fight at heavyweight, it was going to be absolutely massive. The only kind of, I suppose... Benefit of it not happening was I felt it shouldn't have been going to Saudi Arabia, and that would have taken away from it. But now what's happened is Anthony Joshua has got has lost, and he faces a tough rematch against Usyk. So it might be gone forever. Obviously Tyson Fury or the winner of the world of fight can go on to be undisputed, but it's unlikely now it's going to be an all British fight. I think that's yeah, it's a massive disappointment. I mean, in our lifetimes, it, it, in a lot of. All the people people's life him, you wouldn't have thought you would have the undisputed feud fight between two Barita heavyweights, so we'd miss out one of It's a huge blow. It certainly is, but let's try and stay positive, John. But let's
0: first of all go back 20 months, February 2020, Tyson Fury in the rematch. match He changed trainers, he changed tactics, he changed the result, 7 round stoppage The Tell came in. He promised that's what he would do. Nobody really believed him. How impressed were you with him back then? Very, yeah. He, exactly
2: as you say, he did exactly what he said he was going to do, and yet, to me at least, it was a complete surprise, because he boxed so well in the first fight, and was unlucky to have ended up with a draw by, by, by moving. When, before the second one, when he was saying he was going to go forward, take it to him, knock him out, I was just thinking, well, this has got to be a bluff. And then he goes and, do, then he goes and does it, and uh, I guess only Tyson Fury can surprise you by doing exactly what he says he's going to do, and it makes me wonder what's what's going to happen tonight. I mean, I guess he should repeat what worked so well for him, but he's an unpredictable man. He's an unpredictable
0: boxer. He's hard to read, and I'm not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> Before we come to tonight, of course in boxing, very rarely, does a fact to come out and say, I was beaten by the better man. I had an off night. Don't you rather we could be here all day going through the excuses. Injury, weight of his costume, Tyson he cheated, his, tra- you know, his trainer spiked his water, probably the most ridiculous one. What did you make of all that? Not in ter- of course, we,
1: I'm not asking you you believe anything, but in terms of the fact that he has kept coming out with so many excuses. I think it's worrying for him if, you're, if you want him to win this fight because he hasn't maybe got to grips with the fact that he was just well beaten. And to really improve and to respond, I think you have to accept it. Accept it, look what went wrong and improve on it. But if he's just believing that he only lost that fight for all those reasons, then has he, has he going to improve enough? Has he going to change enough in what he does to be able to beat Tyson Fury? And that's where I think having those excuses is not good for him mentally because I don't think he would have fully looked at their second fight and gone, right. Was all wrong. Like, I need to do something totally different. Instead, he's looking at it going, Well, he only was able to do that because of this and this and this. And he said it either at yesterday's weigh-in, he said it that he, right, it was on the promo video, sorry, where he goes, Yeah, if I, if Fury had felt like I did in the second fight, I'd have knocked him out. But w- why, why are we feeling bad? Because it wasn't a drink, a spike drink. So, yeah, I think it's worrying for him.
2: Do you think if he genuinely believes these sort of fantastical things but if he's genuinely convinced himself of it is there any chance that he that in a way that he doesn't even know he's been beaten
1: and therefore he's dangerous yeah I suppose his it, confidence isn't maybe knocked. Yeah. whereas it, anybody takes such a, a beating you would be like how am I going to do it but I still I still fear that he's not fully accepted it and I think that would be a problem but it is yeah. a good point I think the confidence thing yeah that he, he still believes he can he can, he can beat him, but the other thing from the first fight is he's caught Fury with his best punches, and he somehow got up, and I think that psychologically is a problem as well. And that was the Tyson Fury who'd had two
0: warm-up fights after almost three years out, ballooned, etc mm-hmm. etc. Et so a better Tyson Fury. But of course, tonight, the one that has made changes, uh, Mark Bred, Mark, Mark Bieland, that's the one, sorry, out, he was the snake in the grass. JT Diaz, his long-time coach, still there but very much in the shadows. Malik Scott, a former opponent, of course, of Wilder, back in. <clears throat> if I was being cynical, I'd say Malik Scott, who was around in the camp before, maybe another yes man, maybe someone who's... Is he really going to say, tell JLT Wilder what he needs to hear? And is it really a change if he's been around the camp for so long and is so
2: familiar? And I was just, I was just thinking today, if... Well, you know, when have you ever had a trainer or a fighter where the fighter has knocked his
1: trainer out in a round with like a half a punch that kind of grazed him? And it's rare as well, he's spared with fury in the past, so he's it was very rare for the trainer to have been in the ring with the opponent as well. Yeah. So that mean that may, not, may but, be a help, but But
2: yeah, but when the going gets tough and Malik Scott is telling Wilder what to do. Is Wilder really gonna respect him enough to to? F- to follow those instructions and do something different, which he has to, do, or revert to the, the familiar Deontay Wilder that we all know, and that's you know Malik Scott. Well, he must know his stuff, but he's not exactly a proven trainer, is he? And this is this is the world heavyweight title we're talking
0: about. It's kind of um, kind of an acid test for your first big gig as a trainer. I mean, if you're being cynical, you say, John T. Wilder fought very hard to get this third fight, as he was partly entitled to do so. He's going to make millions of pounds. If he loses, he's not in a terrible situation, is he? Whereas if he didn't have this fight, it was always difficult to see where he would go. So if he's just cashing out, I
1: mean, could you blame him? No, I mean, this is a lot, a lot of money. I mean, they, they, they've suggested... It on their side that they would have taken a, a, a big step aside offer of for the Joshua fight that was never made from Maturin's side from top top rank or, or Frank Warren's side so you, you get a sense he wanted the fights still but if they were going to accept step aside money psychologically again that's not the right kind of attitude to have I think so cashing out it, it, look, if he gets B, he's still going to be a big name he's still going to be a big draw Um and I think people will look at him, yeah, he's a dangerous puncher, but he's going to bring a lot to the table. So if another heavyweight wants to come up and prove themselves, he would be good for that. But look, I suppose we talk about the fight in more detail, but he's still a very, 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 very live fighter. So anything can happen. Yeah, and there must be
2: easier ways of cashing out and fighting but foot nine, <laughs> Give you angry Tyson Fury, who's chewed you up the time before. I mean, whatever happens while the Joshua, everyone, in the whole world is still going to watch that fight, even if it's a non-title
0: eight rounder. <laughs> <laughs> we can but hope. Oh, talking about Tyson Fury, last time of course he had a few weeks just with, with Stewart Hill Stewart, changed the tactics as we said. This time he's had a year and a half, but it's been interrupted. We mm. had you know COVID. Tyson himself has COVID twice, he says. But I do feel like. You know, there's been a lot of talk about him not having a proper training camp, but he does seem to have trained, if not all the way through, more or less, whenever he can. Whether that was at home, Miami, he was, in, he was here in Vegas. Do we think there's anything in, in the
1: lack of intensity, perhaps, of the training camp? Um, maybe something, but coming out later is always a bit of a worry, because he, for the LA fight, I think, and for the Vegas fight, he always was out here a long, long time. But three weeks is probably enough to to acclimatise. I think Ricky Hatton used to come out two weeks in advance, so sometimes I think it's enough. But intensity, my only worry for him is that because the second fight was so one that there might be that bit in his head where he's thinking, guy ain't good enough for me, I'm levels above him, so I'll just be able to do it again. And has that taken a little edge out of him in the, in the training camp? Possibly. And historically, he has
2: sort of, you know, taken some fighters lightly. He has been, he has been sort of caught by fighters, but you know, beneath him. I know this was like years ago, but there's still that sort of element, potential element of his, um, of his character, of just, you know, make, making harder work of a fight that, that should be easy
0: work. I suppose, you know, the Otto one fight wasn't that long ago. Until maybe yesterday's weighing, Tyson Tree really seemed in a very jovial mood. He, you know, we can't possibly repeat what he said on here <laughs> yesterday, but overall this week, you've both been here, he has seemed in, in a good mood, as I say, you know, he's quite jovial, doesn't
1: necessarily feel like a man who's under any pressure. No, he he's he's guy here on holiday half the time, but I found that the weighing was a bit more intense from him, it was very kind of aggressive, a lot a lot of shouting and I, Maybe that is to try and unnerve that, like thinking that oh, you're dealing with this madman, because like, he was acting crazy, like, he was just running around shouting, his brother was there shouting, and they were shouting at everybody, not just Wilder, his family, his partner and everything, so it must be some sort of idea, because everything kind of Tyson does, I think there's always kind of a method to it, so maybe he thinks he wants to really unnerve Wilder, well, I don't know how much more unnerved he can be, considering what happened in the last fight, but. It certainly seemed a, a tactic to do it. He didn't he seemed intent to come out and spend every second of the time on stage just showing down. Even when he was on the scales, he was giving a one finger salute and all of that, so it seemed very much intentional. Yeah, and I wasn't
2: I wasn't expecting that at the way in because, you know, like the press conference and this and in the days before, Fury seemed pretty calm and composed to me. Um, and then at a the way he suddenly seemed well, he gave the impression of being agitated and wound up. And, you know, I thought he was intimidating, and <laughs> maybe that was the point, and maybe he was just letting that side sort of him out as well. And again, maybe that is to to throw Wilder off. Or maybe he's rattled. <laughs> I don't think he is. I don't think Wilder's really. Wilder hasn't. Wilder hasn't, has tried not to engage much this week, and he, I'm not sure he's done that much to wind up Fury other than with these sort of far out excuses but then he's been saying that for so long that uh, I find it hard to think
0: that Tyson Fury's really taken it to heart I think sometimes with with someone like Tyson Fury you are best just not to try and beat him at these sorts of games mm-hmm. because it's just not how can you really I
1: mean, he just comes out with the stuff he does just take it to say okay Tyson <laughs> yeah. it's what he says in every show to them as well he just seems to be able to show anybody down That's in their row so Specifically with the weight, Tyson Fury, 277 pounds, compared to
0: 273 pounds last time, but he did weigh in fully dressed. Chelsea at 238 pounds. Compared to 221 pounds last time, now people were surprised perhaps that he was heavy for the v match or heavier. He's now put on another stone plus. He says, he just let it happen. You know, they trained, he got heavy, such is life. all <laughs> But do we think it's... Is it that? Tried. Is it that he just started camp
1: heavy, kept heavy or is it some sort of plan in his head that that's going to give him an advantage I I, I think it's definitely a plan because it's not like it's fat it's muscle he's put on, he's he's huge and solid so it's obviously their plan to be bigger, he said on the at the way and he said that he doesn't want to be rushed I think was the word he used so he's obviously thinking if I'm bigger Fury won't be able to just push me around like he did the last time but he's going to be slower and he's going to be harder for him to get out of the way of, of Fury's shots. So I don't. It doesn't look like a great idea from the off-set, But before the last fight, we were saying Fury would be mad to, to go chasing this guy. So who knows? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a sign that yeah, like you say, he doesn't want to push
2: back this time. So he's going to try and meet him head on and fight him for the center of the ring. So I, I, you know, I'm kind of thinking we're going to get a bit of a tear up for as long as it lasts. But if he does that, he's going to be kind of where. Fury wants Fury him as well
1: Because I thought Before the weigh-in I was thinking This one might go The distance Because Obviously Wilder Won't be pulled out Fury will be on top But maybe there'll be A few more scary moments This time And it might go on And, and that, and now after seeing The weigh-in The size of both of them and, As John said I think they're just Going to meet head-on And it's just going to be Chaos for as long as it
2: lasts And it is worth saying That You know what Breland, Breland got the sack And he was the one person Who did the right thing Like Throwing in the Ooh. towel Was clearly the right decision so he's fired someone for his camp who was you know not going to do necessarily what Wilder wanted but was going to do the right thing I think that's a big mistake getting rid of someone like that you might not like the fact that you've been stopped but you're shooting the messenger and not dealing with the problem yeah,
1: and the fact that as well I don't like that and Malik Scott has said it and Wilder said that the tell will come in I don't think that's the right attitude you should have if he's in trouble, the talent should come in. I mean, hopefully the referee it, it makes the right call if it gets to that point. So he's going to have somebody's going to have to look after him if it goes like it did the last time.
2: Because that's part of the trainer's job. The train, you know, yeah, a, a boxer is a warrior and is going to fight to the end, and that's why you have trainer to, to save them from themselves sometime. And it also means you know the, the trainer can't always just follow the orders from his boxer. He's, on, he's got to tell him and make him do what he doesn't want to do sometimes and that, that includes the tactics that and the way that uh, Wilder's
0: got to approach the fight so again I think that's a that's a bad sign. I mean, I know any punch, especially Henry, can end the fight but it does feel like if Fury wins by stoppage, it is that accumulation isn't it? It's that either the referee as you say steps in, well that might be the only way if the corner doesn't. It is unlikely you'd think that Fury just lands one shot and then Wilder's well, face down and out.
1: Well, he's never really done it, has he? So even the last one, it was the cumulative effect. He put him down a couple of times, but they were good shots. But he wasn't out. he wasn't struggling to beat the count. He was just kind of it was more the power of the shot took him off balance and put him down rather than the knockout step knockdowns that Fury had in the first fight, where he was seriously hurt. So yeah, he's, if Fury wins by stoppage, it's a similar and the referee's going to probably step in rather than while they're being counted out. Is there any risk that Wilder gasses out with this extra weight?
0: If the fight goes maybe beyond six, seven rounds? I guess there's a risk. I mean, I mean,
2: there, there have been fights where Wilder's has kind of struggled, hasn't he? But got himself out of trouble with his power, and he doesn't seem to lose his power later on, and as we know, he's going to have to rely on that massive punch. So it's a risk but I think he'll carry his power away and you know he's going to have to be trying to use that punch as chance
0: from round 1 to round 12 so um, I'm not sure he'll get us out as such. 20 months out for both men, Fury though is used to it, he's come back from longer absences than this, I don't imagine that will worry him, Wilder was
1: more active, anything in that that, that might play a part? Possibly yeah, as you say Fury's a bit, I think it's, was it was like 5 fights and in- Five years or more, it's something ridiculous like that that he's had, so he's well used to it. Um, we've never really seen Wilder inactive for a long, long time. It can never be a good thing, but I suppose the only thing is the boat coming from the, the same position. If Fury had it had a fight three months ago and Wilder hadn't fought in 20 months, then I think it'd be a big difference. But the boat coming in, I'm sure whatever way they planned the camp, they did, and more sparring to ensure that ring must has gone from it. And also, like, just like you say, Wilde has been
2: the sort of more active fighter in his career. But particularly after the way the second fight went, he probably needed more time to, to physically get over it and to emotionally, maybe he hasn't emotionally gotten over it, but at least he's had time to uh, indulge in this far-out positive self-talk that maybe this has given him time to, to convince himself or persuade himself that, that the defeat to Fury wasn't as bad as it actually was so I think the time now probably won't do Wilder a, a, a
0: disservice Switching from the ring to the stands very briefly there will be far fewer, if any, Brits in attendance I saw a couple of clips from the first two fights and there was you know, a massive contingency, contingency contingent coming over so it's kind of like Wilder's not exactly a huge star in the US right, It doesn't have a huge band of fans
1: so it might be quite an interesting atmosphere it may be quite even subdued Possibly, yeah. It's a a different kind of atmosphere sometimes in Vegas for for big fights when it's not a British fighter. They kind of go into a fight to be entertained, whereas British fight fans go there, they have a few beers, they get the whole place going. Whereas the American fans will get into it, but it has to be exciting. I mean, this is probably going to be exciting, but the other side of it is Fury has built a bit of a, a fan base over here that there will be people just rooting for him because... Wilder, as you said, hasn't got a huge, huge following, so I don't think it'll be 50-50, I think it'll be pro-Wilder, but I think there will be a few Fury fans in there, but it may be subdued, but once it punches that goal, I think it'll start rocking in there. So in a few hours' time, Jimmy Lennon
0: Jr.'s done his thing, the referee's given his final instructions, three men left in the ring. What happens when that bell rings? What are the first few minutes like?
2: charge to the centre of the ring and, uh, and collide. And I, I wonder if these sort of disruptions over this f- the final few weeks for Fury mean he's taken his eye off to a degree and gets caught really than he ought to. So I have a feeling he might make the earlier rounds harder for himself than they need to be. So I think it will be exciting, but I can't look past Fury being, being too much for him.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've mean, i changed my mind after the way and and before the weigh and as I said I was, I think Fury's going to go long with Fury points but I think those early rounds now they're going to be just standing and trading and the thing Fury needs to if he's on his chest that's good for Fury because Waller can't get the full extended right hand so Waller needs to find space and if he can't do that and that was a big problem in the second point he couldn't really find the space his feet weren't quick enough to get away as Fury came at him so I think they'll end up trading, and I think that's going to, you know, he, even though he, the bigger puncher, you wouldn't usually say that, it should favour Wilder if they're just trading. But if Fury's on his chest, I think he'll be happy there because he's within that range and he can go to work and he's a better inside fighter. Any chance Fury has to get up off the canvas again to do
0: it? I mean, of course, there's a chance yeah. <laughs> anything can happen, but, you know, if, if he does have that slower start,
1: maybe. Because that's the thing, when he's rushing in, he can get caught. Um, Possibly, it could be, could be like that, but I still think that he will he will get the better of in those exchanges. Well, let's hope for the
0: sake of British boxing that Tyson Fury does indeed have his arm raised. Full house for the stoppage here. Do join us throughout the weekend on the fight and the fight itself, BT Sport Box Office, probably around 5am in the UK. You can follow all the action with us as well.